0: Thank you for tuning in to our fifth episode of the Dope as Fuck Goddesses podcast. We wanted to jump on and give a trigger warning for this next episode. We are discussing suicide and self-harm. While the dopest fuck goddesses find humor and comedy and being able to laugh at our own experiences and the things that we have gone through, we want to make our listeners aware that we find suicide is a very serious topic and a, a very serious pandemic in our society right now. So, if you or someone you love is experiencing suicidal thoughts or suicidal actions, please reach out to the National Suicide Hotline. That number is 1-800-273-TALK. So again, that number to call if you're experiencing any suicidal thoughts or actions, 1-800-273-8255. And thank you again for listening to the Dope as Fuck Goddesses podcast. Welcome back to the Dope as Fuck Goddesses. I'm your host, Mindy. And also E.A.K. Wen. Thanks Welcome. for being here once again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we
1: are very good at it.
0: Yeah. We're five episodes deep. I was looking back and our first one was on November 6th.
1: Wow. Yeah. We are making this work in our own special way. I love it. Yeah, I do too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Even when I, um, I guess it was my headphones for the last episode.
1: That's yeah, fun. my vibrations for the last episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, my headphones cut off and then it was like, <laughs> was bye. Like,
1: oh. <laughs> well, then. <laughs> Maybe I left the building. <laughs> I do not know when she'll return. Let me close this out. I guess, I guess it's time to end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thanks for saying bye, bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Thanks for, for
0: listening.
1: <laughs> what the hell Rude. Rude. We didn't finish our dopest fuck week the bit that we do. That's the. Yeah. That's the greatest bit. Damn. That's my favorite part. <laughs> exactly. So, well, we could start there. February, yeah. say what you say again. I missed that. I said, well, here we are in February. Here yeah, we are in February, Love Month. Oh, and Black History Month. Yes. February is an interesting month. So, the minute I said to myself, this is love month, or actually I said to y'all, to everyone, it's love month. The first thing that came to my mind was, oh God, this is definitely a month where a lot of mental health issues can really surface.
0: Yeah. I was thinking the same
1: thing. Mm, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This is something we've been talking about outside of just the concept of love, but, you know. As a role,
0: <sighs> yeah, that Valentine's Day blues, Valentine's Day blues, and and especially with the pandemic of loneliness going on in the world right now,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. super lack exacerbated, yeah, lack of touch, lack of you know true connections. I mean, virtual is all well and good, you know, but we are. We are social beings. You know, even if you're an introvert, you know, there are, with the exceptions of some who may have some, you know, what is it called? Um, Agoraphobia, agoraphobic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: You know, with those kind of exceptions. But for the most part, like we are still social creatures. Still social creatures. And it can be painful like what's coming to mind is like this is the type of pain that a person experiences that doesn't require the cut of the skin and blood bleeding out right some people will do that yeah feel the physical manifestation of that pain that resides within
0: right right oh yes yeah I I was a cutter as a teenager (laughs) as an adult I'm like you
1: know it would feel really good
0: right now but I'm not doing it (laughs) (laughs) instead I play roller derby or you know go to uh, do other things that like get me all banged up and bruised up you know working out or Mm, mm, dating outdoors you know the thing that like mm, yeah that leaves like marks getting into BDSM that's
1: another episode
0: mm, that's another episode (laughs)
1: listen because I had a whole situation in The bathtub the other day, side note, on this BDSM tip, just real quick. Yeah. Where I was in the tub in the darkness, I took two baths last week in the dark. And one of my baths, I was like, you know what? Like, I love punishment. So this is something that we definitely need to talk about for sure. (laughs) No, just, (laughs) no, just like, I need to find another way to tap into my desire for self-punishment and punishing others. And BDSM Mm -hmm. would be you know, or some variation of it would be like the perfect way to let that out. So yeah. I don't leak out in other areas of my life, trying to get that fulfilled. Right. Right? right. That, that and ultimately causes harm to myself yeah. and to others. Right.
0: And that's where, I mean, I think that's where a lot of our mental illnesses do stem, right? Or when you have a mental illness, it's exacerbated by not having healthy outlets for those type of things. Right. And yes. And and the other things that we've discussed, like, you know, n- not just like on a sexual way, but in other ways too, right? Like being able to release that pain, that hurt, that uh, all, all of it, the energetic mm-hmm. body, right? The emotional mm-hmm. body, the physical body, all of it.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that you roll a derby and that that's mm-hmm. a way to help you feel. And I, I, I've never done it before, but I assume that it's part of like helping you feel really alive right in in move that energy through of of the pain
0: yeah yeah and and in those places i mean i feel like anybody who can
1: relate to this
0: knows exactly what i'm talking about when you're in that place of numbness right like the hurt the hurt and the pain or the sickness that is in the brain is causing physical body numbness I mean, mm-hmm. feeling pain, feeling yourself, like, fall on the concrete or, like, take take a punch in the gut or, you know what I mean? Like, I've fallen flat where I thought all my guts were about to pop out of my body. Like, I've fallen flat on my right, body where no, I was, like, no, everything's no, about no. to come right out. Like, everything's coming on out.
1: <laughs> Damn. You were deep for that.
0: But I, yeah. But then, like, I'm, like, I'm going to be here next time. I'll see y'all next practice. You know, like, for me, I'm, like, oh, my God, yes. Other people, mm-hmm. be like, other people, you know, have been and will be like, no, <laughs> not for <laughs> me. <laughs> That's not what I wanted. <laughs> but it, but it's, you know, because al- along our theme of taboo, it's so taboo for us to be like, do you know why I do this? It's because of my mental illness. Like, mm. And not to put blame, I don't feel like we need to go around saying I was an asshole to you because I have mental illness. But right, being able to say, being able to say, like, why do I go into deep, dark depression and then have crazy mania? You know, like, why do I go, you know, like, that's bipolar. And people think that that's like, shh, don't say that word. But it's like, right. there's so many people who need to know that they're supported by other people who have mental illnesses like them who have severe depression, mm-hmm. who have clinical depression, who are dealing with anxiety and panic attacks, just like they are right next to them
1: in the grocery store. Right. like, Right. Right. Making it to where it's not even just only accepted, but like welcomed. And, you know, if somebody says this is the reason why I'm doing it because I have a mental health issue then the response isn't going to be, not even going to be like pity. Like I don't want to be yeah. pitied, right? You know, I don't want to be placated. I don't want to feel less than. You know, it's it's the same thing as like to me. It should get to a place where if the same way where somebody's like, well, why are you running your own? Um, business, and because I want to make my own money, because I want freedom, because I want independence. Whatever the reason is, it's just accepted, and it's fine, and it's beautiful, and you keep it, keep it moving. Yeah. But for whatever reason, mental health doesn't garner that same type of um fullness of acceptance. You know, with all of the other little tendrils of like, I mean, people use the word stigma, but you know, just yeah. all the little like things that come with it, where people the judgment. Right. I feel like the judgment of it you know, and then, and then somebody wants to start walking the eggshells with you, you know, or they feel like they can't handle you or whatever. You become too much, you know, and all of these things that just come along with the fact that all you did was just express a very real, valid, scientific, scientific, clinical reason. Right. For what you're doing. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Cause if I was to come to you and say, I have a heart disease I have a bad liver my I got Crohn's you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying like you'd be Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh I'm so sorry well like let's pick a better restaurant or what you know like, like in case something happens like where's your heart you like you have your heart medication on you or like where you know like are you letting me know this for emergency contact reasons like you know what I mean like any other mm-hmm. person would be like, okay, cool. Like, how do we go, you know, like, oh, okay, cool. So you You have an EpiPen because you're allergic. Okay, cool. But instead, it's like, you go to therapy, and I feel like we are starting to unravel that, right, those stigmas. I feel like the younger generations, like, that are younger than us are doing way better, right? And even we are more vocal about going to therapy or having a mental illness, but... But yeah, we grew up in this society where it was like, shh, don't say therapy, don't say bipolar, don't say depression, don't say suicide. And I think that that is mm-hmm. why it, that that there is a pandemic of that, right? There's a pandemic of people who are going through mental illnesses right now and having an even harder time not being able to, like, touch each other or hug each other or be in person support groups, right? Like... Mm -hmm. me you know me my mental illness is not doing well in in a lockdown quarantine pandemic not normal life
1: you know like Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah so yeah it's an issue it's a it's it's a problem and I feel like there's not enough especially in this unique situation with the pandemic you know, I, when I think about it and how it exacerbates, you know, us with mental health issues that it's, it saddens me to think about how for years our state, specifically Tennessee, I can't speak for other states, right. has been slowly dwindling the monies that are put towards mental health services. Mm. I mean, it's it's taken a drastic cut and I don't know if I have yet to hear anything being done in terms of the extreme numbers of suicide that's happening as a result of the pandemic, that they're putting money back into mental health services that they took away. Yeah. I'm not hearing anything like that.
0: I don't know. I know that therapists are, Oh my God, fatigued. Like, they're, mm-hmm. they're like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. let's talk about it. Yeah, right. Like, let's take this avenue and talk about this problem that's going on. Therapists are overworked, mm-hmm. overwhelmed,
1: mm-hmm. overbooked.
0: <laughs> overbooked, overbooked. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, you know, of course, like we all want to be rolling in the dough or we all want to have job security. Like we all, we're all happy when our like job is doing well. But like therapists are kind of like, wait, no. (laughs) Like (laughs) I want less people to be sick. I want less people to be, to need me. You know, like Mm
1: -hmm. we
0: want them to be monetarily supported, but also we want there to not be a need for therapists. But Mm -hmm. they'll, I mean, that's not logical right like therapists will always Mm -hmm. exist but
1: (laughs) no I I get what you mean it's kind of like the same the concept of like um some eastern cultures where the doctor isn't focused on your sickness in the terms of like wanting to keep you sick yeah their desire is for you to be healthy Mm -hmm. and so they're they're in the business of prevention rather than yeah, uh, you know retention. Retain. Yeah, Reclined exactly. Retention. Exactly. Right.
0: Right. You got to exactly. keep coming back exactly. to me for your meds. Just... You got to keep coming back to me for yeah. your checkups. Like, you got to keep yeah, coming back yeah, to me yeah. every time you don't feel good. And every time that me- medicine gives you a side effect, then come back for this medicine, but it'll give you this other side effect. Now you're on three medicines because you don't like the third side effect. Like, wait, what? Crazy. And, and but but also, like, didn't grow up with grandparents and parents who were like, This is what anxiety means, this is what depression is, this is mm-hmm. the mental illnesses that run in our family,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know? Like, yeah, I didn't and, either. And learning that I mean, I feel like we put these labels on bipolar people, and probably, you know. There's maybe like an extreme to it where there are people who are having these extreme bouts of bipolar and and so then they're diagnosed that way. But I feel like isn't everybody some level of bipolar? Isn't depression and mania some cyclical for for everybody a little bit, right? Like even if it's one day of you feeling like, well, I was down and then I came back to normal. That's just like a cycle. Like you went around and
1: then you came back. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the DSM, there's, um, there is there uh, is a diagnosis, I'm using air quotes, because I don't really necessarily see it as the diagnosis right. per se, because <clears throat> it's for life adjustment. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm glad that they put it in the DSM, because I think it's important to acknowledge that some of these experiences that people feel emotionally and mentally where they're overwhelmed is, is simply a life adjustment. And, yeah. and, and that is all it is. And it's, and it's not even, I'm saying, I'm not saying all it is to minimize it is, is that sometimes it truly genuinely is just a cycle and it's okay. And there's nothing wrong with you. You yeah. are a regular human being going through a life adjustment and here, and, and, and then here are some tools to help you cope. Right. And, and then you'll be okay. And yeah. you'll, you'll come out of your winter into your spring. Yeah. I mean, our, our, our whole world cycles in, in our whole nature moves in cycles. Right. You know, and, and the seasonal we... depression,
0: oh my God,
1: mm-hmm. the seasonal mm-hmm. depression
0: during a pandemic. Whoa. Yeah whoa yeah. knocked me on my ass this year mm,
1: mm, mm.
0: like yeah, like we'll on my ass and i yeah. you know, i remember saying i think i think we were talking about it i remember saying like why isn't there an emergency room for your brain like yeah. why is there not and like that why is. can why do i can, what are why are my options that i go to the emergency room and get checked into another hospital where they don't let me out Mm-hmm. or or I check myself out, right? Like physically check myself out from this world. Why are those my <coughs> options? Because I was like, all I want to do is go to the emergency room and be like, hey, my brain is sick. It's not normal. I can understand that it's not normal. Like I'm aware that my brain is sick and I just mm-hmm. want you to help me get my brain unsick. Right. And it should just be like, oh, okay, yes. Come here to us. We'll talk it out. We'll give you a bed. We'll give you a hot meal that you don't have to cook. We'll give you a hot shower or something. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah, it's like run it, mothers, right? Sometimes it's mothers with postpartum depression, or you know, people who are overwhelmed and like just need their brain to come back to normal to reset whether it's like a chemical balance or a spiritual balance or a physical balance like maybe they just need to be in a quiet place for a minute you know like
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: and if if anything comes out of this pandemic it should be that it should be that like (laughs) we need brain doctors that are like emergency brain sickness doctors not like brain surgeons and that's it (laughs)
1: <laughs> I think one of the things that you had mentioned in that in this whole idea that you have about this mental health brain center is the immediacy of having access to something like that, because and 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 the and the temporariness of of it that that temporariness of it being necessity where you where you don't feel like you're being locked up, like you said, but you easily can just go immediately and be service. you don't have to wait because I remember you were trying to get into a therapist and it was like a 30-day wait oh and it's God. like I'm in crisis yeah. right now yeah and then you I'm now I'm telling your story for you I oh, don't you're need okay. to be doing that that's okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah there
0: was a 30 there was a 30-day wait for me yeah to see a new doctor and then I was like, mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense because I might not feel this way in 30 days. Like right now, I feel like I don't want to exist anymore. I don't want to live another yeah. day. Like I would be cool yeah. to just turn off the light and check right out, like be done with this mm-hmm. one, this ride. I'm done with this ride. Um, <laughs> And and that That's was the, the moment. Right. And that was the moment. Like I, I could even reason with <laughs> myself. Right. Like I was even having this conversation of like, I don't want to die. Like my brain is just sick. Like. The last thing I want to do is check out. But like my brain right. is telling me crazy things and my physical body was so, it was either in pain or it wasn't feeling anything at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was so uncomfortable. I'm, sh- I, mm-hmm. I'm sure, and I hope some listeners relate, like that was, it was like wearing, uh, it was like wearing a coat made of sandpaper.
1: Mm. Wow. It was that like, yeah. sounds horrible. Yes, and all I wanted to do was take that
0: fucking coat off.
1: But it just was like layers and layers of sandpaper.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, well, it was like, like every time. time I moved, every time I turned, mm. every time I blinked, every time I reached, every time I ate something, tried to take a shower, put clothes on my body. Like, it felt like I was rubbing against sandpaper.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But I didn't, like I said, I didn't Like, I didn't have a plan for suicide. I wasn't trying to do anything dangerous to myself. But I wanted to be able to go to a doctor and say, hey, this isn't normal for me. Like, I deal with depression. I deal with anxiety. I deal with lows. I have seasonal depression. And I also have grief that I deal with. Like, I know my mental issues.
1: And I was like, this is Mm -hmm. not normal. I was like, this is not normal. Mm Mm-hmm. yeah, you wanted to have a place of like understanding, mm -hmm. clinical help.
0: Yeah, clinical help.
1: I'm
0: okay with yes, and then medical doctor, right? And then I was like, Mm -hmm. like, what if you? What if this place existed, but then also there were spiritual healers there and people who did meditations Mm -hmm. with you and people who did Mm -hmm. read your aura and balance your chakras and do a little yoga? You know what I'm saying? Like. Because me doing my own yoga, me doing my quarantine yoga or turning on videos of friends or getting on a Zoom call with a friend that wasn't feeding me. Like, you know, especially mm -hmm. stuck in the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, And usually it's manageable. Like, usually I manage it by going to a yoga class or (laughs) cooking with a friend at her house or, you know, like going down the list, walking my dog or going for a run or doing my meditations. Mm -hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. All those things normally work and none, like all of them felt so numb.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then doing things virtually, I feel like it's, it's an interesting dichotomy because you, it's like you're telling yourself or at least attempting to tell yourself, are you still having some sort of connection, but it's simultaneously reminding you that you don't. Right.
0: Right. It's like here, these people are still here for you, but then especially as like someone who relates as an empath, like I, feel energies I'm an extrovert and you know I like to be in a crowd I like to be around a bunch of people I like to talk and entertain and you know you met me working at a yoga studio desk (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I would know everybody yeah totally everybody's name who came in I was like hey it's you hey how's your kid hey what's going on you know like Mm -hmm. That was like, like, that's my favorite thing is retail. (laughs) Like my favorite thing is like (laughs) retail and sales. Like I love talking to people all day long. Yes. So, so yeah, I mean, I felt very, I felt very depleted. I felt very empty and that's my depression story. (laughs) <laughs> but, but then what? but then my cycle turned you know, like then my wheel turned then you know like the dark night of the soul ended or the winter is, has been coming to a close like mm-hmm. January came around and by the end of January I was like feeling like a different person but like myself again like crazy mm-hmm. crazy re- reawakening
1: like crazy like sprouting from the dirt yes yes and sometimes it's so important so now you know thinking about the darkness is like it can be such turmoil to be in it but it's (laughs) also (laughs) i mean because i was in it not too long ago myself you know just a few weeks ago um but that darkness is so necessary and i think that a lot of us are so afraid to walk mm-hmm. into that space because you don't know sometimes you don't know like you yeah especially if you're not if you're not familiar with and I think that on some of us both of us have experienced darkness the dark night of the soul on several occasions it in is. our journey towards becoming you know healers and and, yeah. and witches and mystics whatever you want to call us right. in that way but so we on some levels are
0: yeah but then we went whoa yeah oh
1: yeah yeah like
0: shallow end I didn't know all
1: this (laughs) (laughs) yeah totally I mean I was for me I I I actually had a conversation about the ways that I could do it yeah the ways that I could turn the light off you know and and went with a friend Thank goodness for this friend. And I think that's another thing too to touch on is how people are afraid to have that conversation about like, okay, so you, so you want to, you want to commit suicide? Okay. Well, you know, what are the ways? Yeah. Let's talk
0: about that. And talk, like, about, talk them. Yeah, and talked about like, yeah, broke it down and got real with you. Broke
1: it down, got real, normalized it, that normalized it. And that, that helped to dissipate some of the pain because it's like, oh, oh, yeah someone gets it yeah yeah and then and then there was something about diving into it that it's kind of like when you dive into the water and you're like I'm always afraid like when I go to the beach I always go every year I go to the gulf coast with my gosh and her and and his family which I love and yeah. I missed it last year boo yeah crazy pandemic of course but I'm always it doesn't matter how many times I have been in the Gulf. I always have that first initial fear of like diving into the waters. And it's so crazy because it's like there's a part of you that knows i'm gonna I'm gonna come up out. But then there's this part of you that's still afraid of like I'm diving into something deep that I'm not one hundred percent in control of. And so it it's like, so to be able to dive deep into, yeah all of the potential ways of ending it you know, <clears throat> helped to almost meet, help me get familiar with the waters around me. Like once you dive into that, once I dive into the Gulf and I'm like, and I get over that first initial fear, I'm like, oh, this is the Gulf. Oh, this is the water. Oh, I'm okay. I'm safe. Right. You know, it's like you get used to the, so that's what it was for me, having that conversation about, all right, so you want to trigger warning right now with y'all listeners. But I'm like, okay, so what is it like to, I don't know, use a knife? What is it like to use a gun? I mean, we went through the whole thing. So, yeah, I mean, that
0: was helpful. That's reality. I mean, at at its finest, like, okay, you're going to check out of your body. You have to exit in some way. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then that, I mean, like I said, I was like, I don't want to do that. But my brain is like, right. hey, girl, you need to get out of here. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh,
1: uh-huh, uh-huh. <sighs> yeah. But I want to go back to, um, I want to go back into the concept of the darkness in this seed because I really feel like you made a wonderful analogy when we talked about this, This yes. you and yes. me. Yes, yeah.
0: Well, and I was going to say, I don't want to tell your story, but as a healer also, you were talking to a dude before you, weren't you talking to somebody who was really down on the phone before you fell into that deep? He,
1: was I not talking to, was I talking to a guy on the phone thought, that was really down? I thought you
0: were talking to like a client for your job and then he was really sad and then you started crying and you guys were just like,
1: it's really hard out here. I thought that was the story,
0: but I might have my timeline
1: backwards. No, I, what happened with, so what happened with me was, well, I've been dealing with depression for months, for several months. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My depression, yeah, yeah, so my depression has been kind of like setting in and and I also had become aware of my anxiety. So, um, I already am familiar with my depression. I know what she feels like. I know sometimes it takes me a little minute to be like, oh shit, I'm yes. depressed.
0: Yeah, That, but that's always a crazy think, moment to be like, oh, that's where I am right
1: now. Yeah. How did I get here? Yes. When did I walk in this yes. door? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> yes. But then adding the realization that I was, that I have developed some, you know, intense anxiety issues it just, everything kind of just compounded upon itself and me being who I am, like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to go to spirit because I'm so overwhelmed and I'm at a place where I don't know what to do. So I went into my journey. I do shamanic journeying. Um, and in my journey, I was taken into my own darkness so then I'm I'm already experiencing darkness around me because yeah. I'm on a, a regular basis just because I feel so awful, and so then I'm so then spirit dives me deep into my darkness, and the whole journey kind of transpires in a way where they want me to, so I'm like surrounded by dark. Let me paint the picture: like I'm surrounded by darkness, like I don't see anything. And, but I'm feeling everything and they're taking me through layer by layer. It's like, they keep dropping me deeper and deeper into the earth. You know, yeah. it's like, once I got used to one level of darkness, they dropped me even deeper into another level of darkness. And so I find myself absolutely completely pissed the fuck off, <laughs> honestly. And that's when, and then, and they're, then they're like asking, telling me to, you know, find my, my, the, the core, the core of my true desire. And I couldn't find it. Mm. And, and I'm and I'm in the darkness. Yeah. And I can't find it. And if I and, it, and it's almost like if I knew what the fuck that was, I wouldn't be here in this journey in the first place. God damn it. What <laughs> the fuck? Are y'all yeah. to tell me to do I don't understand?
0: <laughs> what am I doing here?
1: And what am I doing here? Like I'm white. already like so down. Give me, okay. So I just got so I got so angry that I I started just like screaming and banging my way. and I, And then when the light kind of came, then there were all these beings around me clapping. And I just got, I just remained in the pissed <laughs> off position because I was like, who are you clapping for me? Um, I've screamed and clawed my way out of this darkness I'm pissed off. I'm uncomfortable. This is for the birds. What is the purpose of this? Like I'm going through my life day by day by day. And I don't see the purpose. I'm not able to see to what end. Yeah, sure. I'm a healer. Okay. Great. Woo. Woo. hoo. Yeah. Okay. You know, I have this job job in it. Okay. Woo. I mean, great. But to what end, what are we doing? What am I doing here? And that's when, that's what took me into like, fuck it. Like I'm, I have gone through so much pain. And that's what I felt too. It was like, why would I be dropped here on this earth just to experience pain? All of the trauma, all of the hurt, all of this, all of the incest, the circumcision, the heartbreaks. I mean, everything. I, I just, I I, I was like, I cannot trauma after trauma, after trauma, I'm done. Hmm that's it mm-hmm. I'm done and that's when my f- I realized my friend called me and then I started crying with him and then he had experienced suicide mm-hmm. as well like he'd had past suicidal thoughts and that's when we started having this camaraderie around the suicide and allowing that to just kind of flow with no judgment no shame no trying to stop it no trying to say don't think that way no trying to placate me, no trying to be like, oh, but if you left and your family would be, yeah. none of that. Right. You know, none of that glossing over the very real pain it is to wonder why, what is the, like, Yeah. what the hell is the purpose right. here?
0: Mm. Deep.
1: <laughs> and yeah, and I think by the time I talked to you, I had... Kind of, I was still in it, but but had moved into a place of like I just don't give yeah. a fuck, and I was emotional um, because I had that was the day where I had this guy, this stranger guy. That's what you're talking about. When I had that conversation with that guy who I never knew before was at my job and I had called him because one of his hotels had left the Hilton system. I just told my bo- my job, but he had left the system um, last year and we started commiserating on the phone about this whole pandemic. And then he talked about lonely yeah. people. And he was like, "I feel so bad for people who are by themselves, single, at home, nobody around." And I was like, "I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people." And I was like, "And I start (laughs) bawling, crying." And I told you that that same day I talked to you, and that's when you dropped that gem about
0: the sea. Oh yes, the (laughs) sea.
1: I had told you about yeah, and I had told you about what Cameron told me about the fact that there are those of us like Mm -hmm. you and me who are initiates right. of the dark and we go there we go all the yeah. way there yep. to be able to recognize what it feels like yeah and yeah. for others you know and that and because I, I mean okay because i have i have
0: two analogies for this as being a healer right Is like the seed like i said right so there's like the seed I mean, the seed has to get under the the muddiest mud, right? Like, deep in the earth. Uh I mean, and then push its way up before it ever even experiences the light. Like, before it ever even sees or knows what the light is. It literally has to swim Uh and wiggle its way out of, like, wet mud, Uh like, wet dirt, right? Mm -hmm. Like When we're, like, super fucking heavy is when we're, like, literally pushing out of the mud to get back to Mm -hmm. the light or to get to a new light, right? Mm -hmm. Like, to experience even higher light or whatever you resonate with. It doesn't have to be light. It can be God, goddesses, or deities of any kind.
1: Whatever light is for you. And then you're basically coming out on the other side but as a
0: healer and like what you said sorry mm-hmm. i cut you off <laughs> but as a healer and what you said is like i feel like it's like we ha- like if if we don't go to the dark if we don't go and walk around in the dark and find shit and turn on lights and know and navigate our way around the furniture then like we can't like come back and hold hands and be like all right everybody in a single file line we're going to walk Around this coffee table in the dark, and we're gonna not bump into this mm-hmm, recliner mm-hmm. and watch your step here.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. From exactly. a single file
0: line. Please hold yeah. hands. Don't let go of your partner. <laughs> Buddy system.
1: <laughs> move right, move left. <laughs> Five right. steps forward. Right. Pause. We have to play the game. We
0: have to like go and play the game and then tell everybody how to how to what buttons to push
1: yeah yeah and i used you know what i used to be so angry about that because it's so painful it is because it is it is so painful Mm -hmm. um and you don't ever i've never i don't know about you but i never know when i was gonna be no nobody was like i never
0: know uh, we have the i mean i also believe that i picked this right like like, it's my beliefs and, and my trainings and, and the teachings I went through that I chose this mission, right?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, yep, I believe I'm the like, same thing. Mm-hmm. Bitch. <laughs> <Like, laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs>
0: Any other life? Any other life? You couldn't like pop out of some millionaire in the California coast.
1: Listen, I couldn't be Jeff Bezos' daughter, adopted th- something. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for real. Ooh, I would have loved for Oprah to pop out Ooh. a baby and it'd be me. That would yeah. be super
0: dope. You get a baby. You get a baby. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, my baby's shit. You get a mansion. You get your own pool. You get your own <laughs> island.
1: Yeah. But now instead, you know, we chose to walk this path of being like dark initiates. And now that I'm thinking about it too, it makes a lot of sense when I think about that concept of being like an initiate of the dark. It makes a lot of sense why for years I'd always had such a difficult time really resonating fully with this whole Peace, love, and yeah. happiness. I've have, I have had the most difficult time being the quintessential, like, oh, positive, positive vibrations. And I every time I hear somebody say private positive vibration, I cringe yeah. just a little bit. And it's not even like there's anything negative about it. It's just something in my spirit that feels that I'm on like this. Macro scale, there is such a denial of the fact that a lot of us walk through a lot of darkness, and there's so much denial of that shadow, dark, whatever you want to call it. That the other part of us that is not peace, love, light, and happiness all the time, and sometimes happiness does dwell in the darkness. This is why I love that analogy of the seed yeah. so much because when you have that seed in the ground it's yeah. germinating and you have like you have the seeds not gonna the seeds not yeah. gonna grow fully if it's just sitting I mean, yeah. it's just not going to grow. It needs that darkness. It needs right. that dampness, you know? And then there's an intuitiveness about the seed to know exactly which direction to go yeah. to be able yes. to pop <laughs> out and grow its branches. And then while it's growing its branches up and out, it's still simultaneously growing its roots right. at the same time. It's not ignoring no, the dark. No, it's the same size on top. On it the bottom. needs yeah. it. It's saying, yeah, and it, and it and it takes so many nutrients from the from the soil. When we talk about farmers and talk about the soil, they they love on that dirt and that soil because they know that this is the key to making their vegetables and fruit yeah. flourish. Yeah, and yet in so many communities, and um, this is you know no shade but shade yeah. yoga community. Oh, vibes. just just raise your vibratory frequency, yeah. just. You yeah. know, and I'm just like, yo, yes, it's all well and good. There's a place for that. But that is yeah. not everything. I can
0: have low vibrations and still be whole and still be me, and still be spiritual and still be into yoga and still be compassionate about yeah. other people. But but be vibing low right now. Be in my low period. Be in my mm-hmm. darkness. Be in my shadow work, right? My dark night of the soul. Like, that's all right. I can still be there. Yeah. And like, holy shit. Like, Yeah. When I think personally, I can only speak for myself, but when I think about the kind of growing that I did when I was, like, deep under the mud all winter, damn, mm-hmm. damn, I have, like, creative energy the last month like I've never known. But that's what I was saying about, like, the deep depression and then the creative mania. Like, it it was just, like, I just went mm-hmm. to, like, the other side of the wheel, but, like, now I'm up on the roller coaster, now I'm riding high and painting my ass off and having all these workshop ideas.
1: I love it. Gosh, that is. So this, this, what you're saying right now, I am wanting now to even challenge the concept that we have developed of darkness equally low vibration. Because how can you even, when you think about what comes out of the darkness, which is creativity, how can that be low yeah how when you really think about it you know and let me tell you in my journey one thing that did happen that was extremely eye-opening before I like had my little shit fit um what what happened was a creation story Mm -hmm. at one point in one layer of the darkness I found myself creating the stars no first I created Mm -hmm. the water Mm -hmm. and the beach then I created the stars and that was part of what they that's part of what spirit brought me really like pissed off but before like they had shown me like that darkness from darkness comes creation and when you think about the the christian creation story a lot of creation stories darkness always existed first yeah how is that love right i think this point is, forward i'm no longer going to ascribe that as low because i've done that i'm not doing that no more right yeah
0: yeah saying oh i'm feeling low vibe and i need something to raise my vibrations or trying to like do a kundalini meditation or do yoga or chant or you know all the things that i try because mm-hmm. i'm like oh a, sh- a warm shower is not helping i'm gonna take a bath i'm gonna take a dog for a walk i'm gonna go to a park i'm gonna go hiking i'm gonna go like i mean i can go down the list of all the things that i was like trying to raise my vibrations yeah or like yeah. for what and then i don't know i just feel like it would be like think of like how beautiful a world exists out there where we're like oh you know i'm in my darkness I'm in a dark period right now. So I'm just going through, you know, I'm just going through this instead of like, I'm low vibe, I'm depressed, I'm suicidal. Like, we're like, okay, we're, we are lower vibrations or we are through the darkness. And so all we need is community support and people to bring us meals and make sure that we shower and our mental health doctors and our brain people, like, you know, like, imagine if it was like hey, everybody, I'm going into some darkness. I feel myself slipping into my dark period. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do my shadow work now in the shadow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then then people knew how to support you that way. Okay, here's what you need. You need, like, if you're postpartum or you just had a surgery or you broke your arm, this is what you need. You need donations. You need money. You need rides to the doctor. You need someone to check in on you. You need
1: Right. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just what you're saying right now is reminding me of like old school community that we, I feel like on a societal level, we've kind of walked away from for the most part, yeah. at least in our culture, yeah. I can't speak for other cultures, but I know in our culture, we've kind of walked away from that type of intimacy, you know, where we have a, a village, so to speak around us that knows us so that we have that access and, and they have that awareness and we can, I can say, I'm going into my darkness, you know, and, and when I'm in this mode, I may not take a shower for a couple of days. not have the person that calls me and says, hey, it's been day two. You take a shower yet? Um, or w- somebody bringing me something to eat. I love that. I love yes. that. Yeah. I love that right. concept. You know, where it's not, it's not even, there's no shame. There's no judgment. No. It's just understanding, acceptance, and right solution
0: right now right right now you need someone to take care of you and like Mm -hmm. I don't know I feel like in you you, I feel like it's always helpful when it's like the other people right like I live with a bunch of people but I needed like my mom to be here and and that's not
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: available for me or like you know you live alone it would be nice if you had a roommate or a partner or a Mm -hmm. you know You know, a family member, a sister, or somebody living with you. You know, like it's yeah, it's those instances where it's like, yes, I live with people, but I need a different person. Or you're like, I don't live with people, and I need a person. Like, Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: if you had, if you yeah, if you had like some kind of surgery or a sick organ that you needed to like rest from, you would have like someone at your house. Like, if you couldn't get off the couch because you had surgery Mm -hmm. someone would be there like you can't get up so let me bring you food you can't get up let me change the tv for you right you know like yeah totally we're but when we're in a mental illness people are just like hands off let me know when that get better (laughs) feeling like yourself again so we can hang out
1: yeah oh my god cringe right right not you and me though oh no (laughs) (laughs)
0: We go into the darkness together.
1: (laughs) You know, yeah, totally. And there's different people for for different things. You know, I know that when I finally told you what I was going through, you were expressing that you wish I would have called you, but I Mm. promise you, Jakari was the best person for me to talk to. That's what's so so beautiful about having a village around you is everybody has their own unique strengths. And sometimes you need a specific type of energy to assist yeah. that in that particular person holds it. And it's not even about him being better or no. at some points, so you, right. you know, it's not even about that. It's just like he came and, and was able to hold that in, in the most perfect way that I, that I right. don't even know if he even realized right. it for himself, you know? And, right. and I wasn't even expecting it either, but, in that moment, I, you know, from moving forward, it's like I recognize that, you know, there's, do you, it's okay to have these people in your life functioning for very different reasons and, and honoring the different energies that they hold, you know, like, yeah. our when I did have the conversation with you, our conversation held a different vi- frequency that was so needed. I cried on the phone with you. I know. You know, yeah. and yeah. I was able to express things that I didn't express to Jakari, but I needed to express them to you. Right.
0: You mm-hmm.
1: know? Yeah. So I think there is the whole <sighs> I'm reading this book right now. It's called The Spirit of Intimacy, Ancient African Ooh, Teachings in the yeah. Ways of Relationships. And it's by Sabon Sabonfu Fu She's okay. the wife of Melodomo Somme, who is Actually, I think he did he pass away. He was mm. he's an African priest priest who is from the Dagger tribe. And he came to America to show people how to um, do some of their rituals, African rituals and heal from an African perspective. And so right. for her, like what I've been reading so far is this whole community thing we're talking about and how mm. this Western culture has lost the essence of what that really is means and what it means to really have intimacy to where, you know, instead of some, when you have a friend that's depressed, you're not shying away from them. You mean, you can lean in Mm. even more because, you know, you have this intimate relationship with this particular person and you know, your role in their Mm -hmm. life and you see them and you know, their heart and you know where they are. So you lean in. As needed, you know, and then when it's your yeah. turn, they lean in with you and then you may have, you know, two, three, four other people all in your community together and at various times you're leaning in with each other because that's what's mm-hmm. needed rather than yeah. going it alone. I don't want right. to go it alone anymore, Mindy. No. I don't want to be no. by myself. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm, I'm an interdependent, multidimensional human being. I'm not right. trying to be out here just... I've got this by myself. I'm independent bitch. No. no I need you. people. Oh, thank you. Right.
0: <laughs> all <laughs> I want is people. Please. A lot of people. All around yeah. me.
1: Yeah. Totally. I just want to
0: like go to a concert or Oh my God. That
1: would be so amazing.
0: Gosh. Pit. Ugh, I just want like a whole bunch of people like mm-hmm. normally I would hate like Memphis and May but I would go to Memphis and May so hard right now. ASAP. You yeah, I'll probably look at everything safe. It's, every tomorrow, single it's, it's <laughs> negative 40 degrees outside and it's tomorrow. I'm there. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking bundle up. I'm gonna wear two, three layers. For some boots. <laughs> <laughs> Got me some rain
1: boots. Listen, yep. backpack, all the goodies. Don't play. Don't play. Mm-mm. Just so I can stand yeah.
0: in, in a huge crowd of all these people surrounding me.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that would be. So amazing! I want to go to a bar. Oh.
0: I want to go to karaoke at a bar and sing on a dirty microphone that other people are <laughs> <Hang on. laughs> I
1: want
0: some dirty person who doesn't look like they wash their hands in a week to hand me a microphone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was so, I have gotten so not the word desperate, but just seeking connection in that type of way that i attempted to go to open mic last week when yeah. the, we pull up me and my girl we pull up we're like oh yes you're gonna do this go and vibe out have a drink just sit still social distancing still having a mask on but at least getting to be in front of like yeah. a live mic that open is, mic yeah. correct we pull up was nobody up in that gym <laughs> the, the open sign was was on and I was like, damn, that's just so unfortunate.
0: Not one person.
1: Not one person. It was empty up in there.
0: Did you go and listen to the people there for open mic or no?
1: Was There was nobody up in there.
0: there. In there. Oh, there was nobody even the, for oh, open mic? Damn.
1: No, right. In fact, even though there was an open sign, even the tables and chairs are still like, <laughs> you know how oh, like at the, the end of the night they're up. like, they're, yeah, yeah, because wasn't no, there was nobody up in there. Them. Hmm. yeah I was so sad I was like that's so unfortunate one they're not making enough business because pandemic but then yeah. two gosh that just yeah missing that connection you know oh my god I cannot wait for this whole thing to be over I'm Me gonna be kicking neither. it every single weekend oh my god no. oh my god
0: it. Be
1: out. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be out.
0: Here. I'm gonna be partying all over Memphis. They're gonna be like, There goes Mindy. She's just partying <laughs> all over Memphis. <laughs> Everywhere I go, there's Mindy
1: <laughs> having yep. a good old
0: time, licking Listen. strangers' faces. Like, Hey guys, we can do this now. Okay,
1: <laughs> we can hold hands.
0: Oh, we can sweat near each other. We can lick each other. It's good. It's
1: good. I love it. Tony. Gonna be out here in the streets. <laughs> no shame. <laughs> no, no shame. Been grounded yeah. long enough. I did my
0: time in the mud.
1: <laughs> right. Now I want to play and frolic like, in the sun. I don't care how cold it is outside.
0: Nope. <laughs> 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 oh. That's my man. dopest fuck thing for the week is that we're gonna probably get snow on Thursday.
1: Ice. Oh, my gosh. I hope it's snow because you know what? Memphis gets ice all the time. And I come from Missouri where we get really beautiful snow. Yes. I mean, of course, it's ice. But I really, I begin to know it. I'm not going to lie yeah. when there's not enough snow. So I really hope it's actually it. yeah. snow. That
0: would be so wonderful. Oh, my God. It would be die. so pretty. So pretty. Remember I said I'm, I, I grew up as a child in northern Indiana where – We got lake effect snow, right? So Mm -hmm. it was like, like the I don't know how it works, but the rain, the snow would pick up more water over the lake, over Lake Michigan, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then just like dump it as snow
1: over us. Oh, and that was beautiful.
0: Oh my gosh, so much, so much. I would build like forts. I would sit in (laughs) like recliner. I would build like a recliner and sit on it in my front yard.
1: Oh, that's dope. I wish I would have thought about that when I was a kid. That would have been so we, dope to build a recliner. We did so much sledding. So much mm-hmm. sledding. Mm-hmm. We sledded. We did snowball fights. We built snowmen. Yeah.
0: My dad knew all the good spots. We'd drive out to like parks and that's sled all dope. day. Snowsuits. I miss having snowsuits where like your whole body has to be waterproof. <laughs> and you'd be in so many layers you couldn't really walk like like the (laughs) little kid on on the Christmas story
1: yes oh my gosh yes oh my goodness when we first came to the States to America now mind you you had to think I had come from Nigeria where there is no snow literally right and then we come over in our first we come over during winter time and we've gone to Toledo, Ohio. So, you know, oh there's already gosh. snow. And yeah. there is this picture of me, Mindy. I, to, I need to ask my mom for that picture. There's a picture of yeah. me in a snowsuit. Like, I am, I'm like, I am big. <laughs> my hands are, like, out, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I look so miserable. I look so pissed off. I look like, if y'all don't take me back to right. the motherfucking Benin City, Nigeria, right. I'm going to lose my shit that's what my face looked like <laughs> I left home and you stuck me in some snow what I'm like what, what is this what all of this clothes oh my gosh all this jacket yeah. I can't with my arms I look <laughs> miserable but now I love the snow I mean I absolutely right. love the snow but back then right. I was like oh this is for the birds Mm-mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was that, crazy No, when, it's not for the birds. Because the birds get their treatment. And I'm getting treated right now with this big old uh, nose suit on. Right.
0: Mm. Yeah, when I moved from northern Indiana to Memphis, I was like, they would shut down. It would be like all dusty. It would just be like <laughs> a dusting. You could still drive on it, right? <laughs> it would be like school's closed for three days. And I was like, what?
1: Yes, <laughs> yes I remember. There snowed I- in our
0: house for a week. Like, you
1: can't leave
0: your house because there's too much snow. You can't get your car out and open your door. People have to, like, come bring you. Somebody's got to bring you groceries and milk in a (laughs) fucking truck.
1: (laughs) Listen, at Mizzou, we, when it was snow, I remember one winter at Mizzou, it snowed like 12 inches or something ridiculous. And they did not shut school down. I, walked across campus to get to class and all that snow in my Timberland boots okay and I come here to Memphis and I it has like you said dusted dusted and I yeah. go to class and anybody on campus and I'm like what's happening I had no idea that they had closed campus and I was like so, yeah. <laughs> so for real this is nothing <laughs> seriously if I can walk in it
0: in my normal shoes this
1: is not snow <laughs> this is nice. not snow y'all tripping but hey I'll take a I'll take a snow day yeah. you
0: now yeah I would be I like think... okay if we're off of school I'm not gonna There's complain a... but I think y'all are what? crazy <laughs>
1: and I sure did go up to and I was like where's everybody at <laughs> yeah yeah that's a dope fuck thing that it actually snows yeah um my dope is fuck is what um <clears throat> i am Hmm. it can
0: be something that happened Mm -hmm. in the past
1: yes i was gonna say forward to okay 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 (laughs) okay i went to a twerk class this past weekend now mind you twerk twerk I drank way too much, and that's that's what triggered (laughs) my sickness that I told you about earlier. Oh,
0: oh, I see, I see. After I talked
1: to you, (laughs) yes, after I talked to you, a friend of mine told me that I probably got alcohol poisoning, which I've never Mm. had in my entire life. So I didn't even think, I didn't even think to attribute it, attribute my sickness to alcohol poisoning. But I, I am, I'm a gin drinker, and I ended up having some more, having some champagne. I was having, I was having fun. I, I was yeah. like, this is great. Um, so I got sick. But yes, I went to a social distance twerk class. Don't nobody judge me. Social <laughs> distance, okay? We had <laughs> masks on. Um, but it was a twerk class and I had so much fun. And we, yes. she taught us a routine. And I was told that I have a demure twerk. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was like, okay. Okay. This is, this is you. okay
0: yeah, you're twer-
1: right. She was like, it's like a talk of a classy woman. I said, okay, you know, I was trying to be ratchet, but <laughs> it seems to not be <laughs> my <laughs> version of <laughs> I was ratchetness for, but is but not, a, Yeah, but I'll classy. take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the opposite, but thanks. <laughs> yeah right otherwise right. i'm oh failing <laughs> <laughs> uh. but yeah so that was really cool and i i'm even contemplating the possibility of maybe taking some private classes cuz i really want to learn how yeah. to move my body more in that way for myself right I mean, also for the dude, mom, um, you know,
0: yeah. you know, so yeah. you now, yeah. but yeah.
1: definitely he'll benefit. For he'll benefit too. He'll benefit, but <clears throat> yeah. So that was a dope as fuck thing I did on Saturday night. Yes, dope as fuck, dope as fuck. You know what? Tour classes should be part of the um. A part of the recipe mental for health. getting out of the pressure for something. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. And, yes.
0: and mm-hmm. tax deductible because it's for our mental health.
1: There you go. Oh, dang. <sighs> <As we should. laughs> Let's put that into the universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. Requesting that.
0: <laughs> class, tax deductible now, Uncle Biden. Yeah, exactly. Don't ask any questions. Sign that check. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, well, well, I think that's a good note to end on.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Thank you for listening to us. Yeah. If you listen to the end, we hope that you got something from it that fed your soul and made you feel dope as fuck or inspire you to go do something dope as fuck. And be dope as fuck all the time. Be dope as fuck all the time. Even in the darkness. Even in In the the darkness. darkness. Sometimes the darkness is in of itself dope as fuck.